This is the opening market report for Monday on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Mark Magnuson. Markets are closed today in observance of the President's Day holiday, but I'm joined now by Greg McBride of Allendale as we kind of recap the previous week. And Greg, you know what? We received a lot of information in the last about week and a half. We've received a WASD report, some consumer price index data early last week, had the USDA Ag Outlook Forum. I know this is a very broad question, Greg, but what were kind of your takeaways from all of the information that we've received here recently? Well, it's just more bearish information on top of bearish information. It really doesn't uh, doesn't help our case for higher prices at this point. We continue to see uh, the markets uh, uh, kind of stag uh, under the weight uh, of the uh, the funds coming in and and uh, selling uh, and building what looks to be eventually or or very close to a a record short position in the corn and maybe even uh, getting uh, pretty close to a record short position in the uh, in the soybeans as well. So. Uh, we continue to see that pressure, and uh, you know, you look at look around. There's not much that really lends to uh, to the bull uh, to the bull argument uh, at this time. Now, that doesn't mean that there won't be. Uh, there's potential for some uh, maybe some heat and dryness in the late uh, spring and early part of the summer that could uh, give the give the funds a reason to to come out of some of those short positions, or or at least uh, uh, maybe move back to more, uh, more of a neutral position. That would help things out. But in the in the short term. A lot of this is just uh, it's just them coming in and, and selling uh, large carryouts for both corn and beans. As we turn our eyes to South America and it's specifically Brazil, we've received some reports about them, you know, flying through harvest recently and kind of makes you wonder if that soybean, if those numbers, the quality numbers, I should say, the quality of the soybeans come into question. And we know we've been wondering how much damage was done by the drought, but is that kind of the case right now? We're wondering how those soybean, the quality level of those soybeans in Brazil right now? Yeah, uh, a lot of times when you you do see a, a, a faster moving uh, harvest, some uh, it's it's either the weather is is definitely in your favor, which they've had that, but uh, uh, sometimes it's also uh, uh, lower yields, and that is that has been the case of what we've been seeing. You know, uh, uh, some of the uh, the boots on the ground and some of the uh, some of the analysts down there uh, have said that that the yields are just not coming in where they were expected to. That's why we continue to see uh, some of these ideas about uh, production uh, fading uh, as we go into February and, and uh, eventually March. So there are the uh, there are the potential that uh, we'll see you know the USDA kind of catch up to Conab after Conab uh, did slice uh, a good close to six million tons off their bean crop and and uh, about the three to four off their uh, corn crop on on the last uh, report. Let's switch over to the other side of the ag marketplace in the livestock complex. To close out the week, a good day for cattle on Friday as saw some gains. And I want to ask you, Greg, what do you see as the driver for the upward movement for the cattle? Well, we're seeing some, uh, some better box beef uh, numbers. Uh, you're also uh, you're also holding uh, an uptrend at this point. Uh, there's two uh, two major uptrends going on. Uh, one a shorter term uh, that goes back to about the end of December, and one a longer term that goes uh, back to uh, to the lows right at the end of November. So uh, they still do uh, have some uh, some upward momentum to them. They did take a little bit off uh, to start the week, but finish strong. Uh, Thursday and Friday, and and some of that is also seeing uh, maybe some better cash trade out there as well. We've uh, seen some low bids uh, and trade uh, early in the week, but uh, they rebounded uh, to 
close out the week. So there is still some uh, some strength uh, to that cattle market. And, you know, you filled the technically filled one gap. There is still one more gap uh, uh, just up above us uh, that, that comes in around the 190, 190 and a quarter area on the uh, the April contract. Those are those are legitimate targets. For hogs, it's been a nice stretch here recently. And you think back to the, or I should say, you look to the front month number hanging around that $85 mark. That seems almost unbelievable compared to where we were just a short time ago. Yeah, absolutely. We, uh, we kind of had that uh, that sell-off that we were talking about last week. And, and it looked like we were just kind of in store for that uh, that big drop again, and then they found uh, found some nice support. Uh, started out the week uh, uh, kind of backing off just a touch, but uh, a strong day on Wednesday really brought this market around. Now it uh, it's in uh, it's in a, a good uptrend. It's holding that uptrend, and uh, we're testing some of the uh, some of the highs from uh, back to to last fall. So uh, this market does look uh, look like it's found its footing. It's just a matter of can we start to see the uh, the cash side of the uh, the market uh, play in uh, the exports have been excellent uh, for pork, so that is that is definitely helping out. Um, and then we, we do always continue to watch this uh, this Chinese uh, 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 hog market uh, and their uh, their prices over there. But uh, as far as uh, our own situation, the the export market has been very strong, uh, and that's helping us out. Greg, you mentioned those pork exports being so strong, getting those year-end numbers from the previous year. And I just see all the hard work that goes in from the commodity groups and groups like the U.S. Meat Export Federation. And you can see those results kind of in a tangible fashion when it comes to the export numbers, can't you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. They, they've put in a lot of uh, a lot of work to, to you know, beef up the uh, the idea of, uh, of U.S. pork uh, uh, abroad. And it, it, we're seeing it uh, play out. And, and I think it, uh, it culminates, uh, you know, obviously, Obviously, uh, with what we've seen uh, here here recently, which is this is the best uh, uh, export sale. Uh, this this past Thursday's report was the best export sale that we've seen in five years. Greg McBride of Allendale, our guest here today. Markets are closed for the President's Day holiday, but thank you to Greg for taking the time to join us. Greg, what's the best way for our listeners to get in touch with Allendale for more marketing information? Give us a call at 800-2-MARKET. That's 800-262-7538. Greg, thanks so much for the time. Appreciate it as always, and we'll talk to you again soon. Have a great week. That was Greg McBride with Allendale. Markets are closed today in observance of the President's Day holiday. Here's how the markets closed on Friday. March corn down one and a quarter at 416 and a half. March soybeans up 10 even at 1172 and a quarter. March soybean meal up $6.10 at 345.60. March soybean oil down 41 cents at 45.59. Chicago wheat down six and a half at 5.60 and a half. Minneapolis wheat down three and a quarter at 6.54 and three quarters. Kansas City hard red wheat down eight and a half at 5.67 and a quarter. And March oats up one even at 3.83 and a quarter. On the Merck, April live cattle up $1.95 at 187.55. March feeder cattle up $3.92 at 251.02. April lean hogs up 22 cents at 85.22. April pork cutout up 7 cents at 91.50. And class 3 milk up 4 cents at 16.84. This has been a check of the opening markets. This is the opening market report for Monday on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network.